Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. Sorry for missing yesterday. I had chores to take care of all day and then Tesla dropping beta 10.3 at midnight and I got sucked into that. Hey, I'm only human and there's no resisting cutting edge tech. But we've got a ton of stuff to go over today and some of it is time sensitive, so let's get to business. Quick shout out to our tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. You will never believe what happened. So there's really no point in telling you, right? I mean, you're not going to believe me. But what the heck? I'll do it anyway. Manchin's bipartisan rework of H.R. 1 finally got its day in the Senate and the GOP filibustered it with not a single vote in favor. Can you believe that? Assuming I'm not somehow the first thing you're hearing after escaping a coma, and if I am, then props to the nurse for good taste, you probably can. Now that the inevitable is out of the way, we get to see if Biden is going to step up and force filibuster reform or sit back and watch the world burn. In a press conference following the obstruction, Biden said, quote, I also think we're going to have to move to the point where we fundamentally alter the filibuster, end quote. Yeah, we need to move there like now, not exactly the war cry we're looking for. Send him some encouragement to find his balls and get the job done. So hey, we haven't talked about the labor shortage in a while. An informative anecdote caught my eye from the other day of a 37-year-old Florida man, no, not that kind, who decided to test out employers' claims of stimulus causing the labor shortage and no one wanting to work. So he applied to 60 entry-level jobs, ones that he was qualified for and mostly for businesses that said that they were having trouble finding employees. So what did he find? Well, employers responded to his 60 applications with 16 emails, four calls, and a single interview, which was for construction site cleanup at a lofty $10 an hour. I mean, how could you not? So yeah, in short, the employers complaining about the laziness of workers are either too lazy themselves to hire anyone, or they are full of it and using stimulus as a scapegoat to get legislators to force people back into cheap wage slavery. We've already discussed the real causes of whatever labor shortage there actually is, which is primarily COVID and COVID-related childcare. Moving on, it probably should be clear by now, but for anyone confused on Yang's new priorities, he tweeted yesterday, quote, I spent three years mainstreaming UBI. Now I'm going to spend the next several years mainstreaming open primaries and ranked choice voting, end quote. So I'm sure he'll still promote UBI sometimes, but it's no longer his focus. Either he's handing that off to others, or he believes that we cannot achieve it without democracy reform, or he just thinks that democracy reform is a more immediate problem. Who knows? They're all plausible. Though I will remind that UBI should be doable through reconciliation. We really just need to get Democratic leadership on board, or the GOP if that's possible. Speaking of, we've got yet another crypto UBI token joining the mix, and shout out to Ira for tipping me off to it. In addition to Good Dollar and UBI, welcome WorldCoin. The project is founded by the head of AI research at OpenAI, the company that made the now second most advanced human language AI, GPT-3. Altman shares Yang's vision of a UBI funded by automation, though this is not that. WorldCoin has raised $25 million so far, and Altman wants to see 1 billion users in the next two years. 
However, I seriously doubt that rate of adoption is possible, as Altman wants to use a new hardware device for proof of identity. Specifically, each user would need an iris scanner. You already can't wait, I know. Not only does this introduce major privacy and data security concerns, it also makes the logistics a nightmare. Other UBI cryptos are using video of your face, taken right on your smartphone, or even less than that, which is remarkably more practical. The logistics and waste of shipping a device to every human being to make this work seems like a showstopper to me, but I could be wrong. Altman says that the image is immediately deleted after being assigned a code, so there is no data risk. Yeah, bookmark that claim. The coin will be used on Ethereum and is expected to be released by early 2022. Emmett Short also did an episode on the UBI token recently and how and why it's blowing up at the moment. Worth a watch. In Yang's never-ending media blitz, he visited the Braver Angels podcast to talk election reform, race and identity in politics, and polarization, similarly themed interviews for Salon and The New Yorker. In democracy reform, South Carolina's ranked choice voting movement, Better Ballot South Carolina, has monthly strategic conference calls to keep people in the loop with current efforts to reform voting statewide. The next one is tomorrow, the 25th, at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're in South Carolina or want to help them out, you can listen in from anywhere. And if you want to know how ready your state is for RCV on the infrastructure level, or how the effort is looking nationwide, RCV Resources Center has a map for that. Just follow the link below to see what states have what level of voting machine compatibility with RCV and more. Attention all New York residents, you have no less than two democracy reform measures on your ballot right now. The first is redistricting reform, which contains a number of important elements that affect gerrymandering, a cap on the number of senators, and the population count. The second is to allow same-day voter registration and expand mail-in voting. There's also a measure to give citizens the right to clean air and water, which, you know, seems reasonable. Early voting is already started, so check your ballot and check your boxes. Finally, a huge shout-out to Shane and Paige for delivering to Senate leader Chuck Schumer's office 65,000 signatures on a petition to keep the reformed child tax credit. You guys are awesome. Also, I forgot to link the CTC petition last time, so I'm a little less awesome. It's in the links this time, or it sure as heck better be, or I'm going to look like a real dolt. And that'll do it for today's Ing Daily. Bookmark and share the filibustered voting rights bill, the labor shortage BS, WorldCoin, Knee of the Curves UBI token episode, the New York ballot measures, and the CTC petition. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the resist bot or income movement easy contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way, and don't forget to Yang Daily.